Welcome to Awaken Day Educational, my vibrational, spiritual, mystical, pop, I'm sorry, podcast from two girls, one joy, and a journey to awaken what's inside all of us. In the words of the wise Wiz Khalifa, let's roll something and get the day started. Housekeeping! <laughs> all right, you guys. We're starting with housekeeping this morning. <laughs> Kelsey's laughing at me because of the way I said it. I guess, you know, I, I didn't plan that. <laughs> There was like no hello or anything. It just was immediately <laughs> housekeeping. Um, all right, you guys. So, <laughs> so we just posted on YouTube. We posted this video that was all about how to gain confidence in your physical appearance, in your body, in your human suit. We just dropped an episode on our podcast about the keys to confidence. So we wanted to follow up with that on YouTube. And then if you want to take that even further with your education on Patreon, you can see the extended version of how I go into spiritual sexual magic and how to make yourself more confident using your sexuality and spirituality. So part one is on YouTube. Part two is on Patreon. Nothing makes you confident like coming. Hey, I know that's right. (laughs) So with that being said, Kelsey, why don't you tell everyone what today's episode is about? you little freak. (laughs) Um, Okay, so today we are going to talk a little bit and start introducing the idea of generational trauma. It's kind of a huge topic that goes into like a million different everythings. Um, But we really wanted to start off by reminding you guys that we are not professionals or experts. We're just stoners sharing what we've learned through our journeys in, in hopes that it'll inspire you to explore, you know, um, but you know, yeah, just take everything that we say with a grain of salt and yeah. And also we, along with not being an expert, we understand that along with this topic, a giant chunk of it does go with, um, slavery and, uh, being a black person in America. And we totally get that. And we will not be speaking on that portion of generational trauma. Right. We will be speaking on the familial portion. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it's basically exactly as it sounds. Generational trauma is the trauma and pain that's been caused throughout history and throughout generations that still needs to be healed. Um, you know, there's kind of, we, like Danny just said, we kind of have two different like groups of it. There's like the collective trauma and then we have our familial trauma and that's like what has been passed down like in our personal families, collective being what's kind of happened throughout history and that we all as a whole have to heal. All right, so yeah, you just better worded what I was trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> so stick to what Kelsey just said. <laughs> um, yeah, there are, you know, there's like two types, right? Uh, or like there's, or there's two different ways to say it. So when I was doing my research on it, some people call it ancestral trauma or ancestral wounds, and then other people call it intergenerational trauma. Um right. But basically the way that that energy works and the way that that type of trauma works is that picture this, right? You're born from your parents. That means their demons, their strengths, all of it, all the weird quirks, all the fun things, all of their accomplishments and all their failures, all of those personality traits that are very strong within them that they feel very strong about or that they're subconscious about. Those are all passed down to you. But you have to also think they got that from their parents. So their parents before them and their parents before them not only impact, you know, your grandparents and then your parents, they impact you. And then that's also gonna impact your future children. So a lot of your generational trauma is not yours, right? It's from 
generations before you. And the reason that you have to deal with it is honestly just because we're talking about energy here, you guys, and energy is super, super strong. And when something traumatic happens or when something that really affects you, happens to you that is such a strong energy that like you know what i mean like of course trauma is going to be passed passed down science guy said energy cannot be created nor destroyed like they weren't right. lying like, someone's right, got to like, deal with it once that ancestral wound begins like it has to right it has to be healed it'll continue to absolutely until you do the work yeah <laughs> so it just it has a really strong impact so that's basically how the energy system works uh to kind of give you an idea of it. To give you like how that trauma like exists and affect, like continues to affect our lives. I think it is worth noting that like we are as a whole, like the world, I think we've been, our vibration has been continuously rising and each generation's been doing like a little bit better. I mean, like if you think back to like the dark ages, like people used to slaughter each other, like, but that's still like something that we have to heal or like maybe that's been healed, whatever. But like, you know, like there was times where people lived much like more negative Savages. Lives. Right, savagely. And we're, we're more civilized. And we are a little bit more. I mean, there's, believe me, right, there's still a lot of work to do, but I do like believe that in general, we have raised the vibration of the world and like raised the vibrations of each other. And so we're like the best that we could be or best that we will be right now. Um. I agree, I agree. <laughs> and I think it's awesome that as a collective, we're really lucky that we're living through the time of the Great Awakening. Yeah. So fortunately for us, like healing is way more accessible and people are learning it, like learning about it and opening up to it. And everyone listening to this, congratulations. You are also part of having to help wake everybody up. Even just by telling people to listen to our podcast, that does help the collective consciousness right. wake up. I think, and like, right, it's one of those things that it's literally every choice, like, as long as you're making your choices in good, and in, in kindness, good. then like, yeah, no, in good, uh, and in kindness, then you're healing, like, the generational collective, like, you know, like, absolutely, you're absolutely. healing the world, you know, it's, it's like down to like our base little things, but then what you have control over is more your familial, you know, trauma, generational trauma, that's where you can have a bigger impact, and now I can only speak to my family's experiences, and how I've like, you know, been unloading and stuff. And I've done a lot of, uh, I've done a lot and I need to have a lot more to go as far as like unpacking, you know, things that have happened in my family. But I think one of like the biggest lessons that I learned is that I have a huge, um, like it all starts with finding like patterns, you know, like and all that stuff. Look back at your family lineage and see things that happen. And one that I recognized very quickly, very easily is that my family has a very long history of cutting people off and like no longer like they're done like you do one thing whatever and then okay. like you're done like my grandma had a twin sister that she didn't talk to for like the last 30 years of her life and i have no idea why like wow no, like, do you think your grandma even knew why at the end probably not yeah like it just wow, was something crazy. yeah and like you know like right and it goes like again generationally like you know like my family just has a huge for whatever reason that's a big like uh, wound that we have and something that reoccurs and so like that's something that I take personally and try to like put into every day and remember like all with all of my familial relationships that I can say familial weird familial relationships um, like that they're important and that they matter no matter what they look like and even if they're not like perfect like I try to continue them with like healthy boundaries and stuff as best as I can 
Yeah, and that's all you. That's like that's the perfect way do. to go about yeah. it. Of course, and being able to recognize right. what those patterns are. That's huge, anyway. And and one way you can ask yourself that is, in what ways are you similar to your ancestors before you, even your parents, like or yeah. your grandparents? Try to look for patterns and stuff. But that's exactly it, Kelsey. Like, I mean, you're doing the work. That's awesome. Hey, what can I say? Why don't we take an ad while we bask in my glory and Absolutely. Okay, so why does all of this matter? Why does knowing about your generational trauma matter? Like, we're not just sitting up here like, we about to ruin your day, bitches. This shit goes back. Your, your fucked up life goes back. Your family sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about that. It's actually, um... Once you learn about it, it's really encouraging. Um, I heard this Apple example that I did not make yes. up, but I'm very excited to share. I haven't shut up about it. Um, so when I was doing my research on generational trauma, it was explained in this way, like when you buy a bag of apples, okay? So you are the bag of apples, but the bag of apples gets dropped, right? And naturally, like it's gonna bruise, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> you pick it up. Um, sometimes you gotta look for that apple though that has like the bruise on it and see how bad it is because sometimes it'll start to rot um, and get like real fucked up and if you leave it in the bag next to all those other apples sometimes the rotting can spread to all those other apples and just spread more rot and rot and rot when you could have just taken care of the one apple fixed it and then it would have been a healthy bag you know what I'm saying oh, really? I loved that like example but I feel like I watered it down and made it so like basic that it might not be coming across. I um, got the visuals. <laughs> but yeah, like it it can block your chakras, you guys. Like not doing <clears throat> hold on, my stoner cough finally kicked in when it was my turn to talk. <sighs> oh god, let me take a water break. Ugh. Okay. Not doing your generational trauma shadow work will block your chakras. It will block your blessings and your manifestations from coming in. Why? Because it creates limiting beliefs. It creates patterns and it creates ways of thinking that you don't even realize are limitations. And those are the hardest ones to break because they're like so subliminal and like in your subconscious, like you don't even realize that they're there. So that's why I say really try to like look at patterns between if you have the access to your parents or your grandparents, um, look for patterns, look for similarities in lifestyle, in the way that you handle anger, in the way that you approach finances, in the way that you approach your love life. Yeah. Um, because also, you guys, the reason you want to start healing this is so that you heal future generations, right? You heal your future children. They won't have to deal with this kind of thing. And not only that, and you know, their children after that, but you'll be healing the collective because healing your energy will inspire the energy of those around you. It'll heal the energy of those around you. And if you start healing your own generational trauma, your family might also start healing their trauma. I have watched this happen. I'm not trying to say I healed my family, wow. um, but the Leo in me is starting to get a little, I'm sucking my own titty right now. But like, I'm just saying, I was, I was separated from my family for like a decent amount of, I mean, I'm only, I'm not even 25 yet, but a decent amount of my life. Um, and I was doing a lot of healing and a lot of work. And once I finally came to a place where I acknowledged, oh my God, I feel different. I feel healed. All of a sudden I was like, well, and, and my family's kind of starting to get on board too. Wait a minute. They're starting to also want to do that and kind of like 
following your lead and not even consciously because they're like oh danielle healed so we want to as well but having energy healing energy around you and seeing success around you and seeing oh it is possible to not feel a certain way or act a certain way or do a certain thing that heals the collective and that's how we heal the collective consciousness so doing generational trauma work on yourself heals way more than just yourself and more than just your direct family you're really healing the world okay so can i give a little example yeah, about how you healed your family. Oh, well, I kind of just did, huh? But no, another I, one. No, yes. But another I was, one. I was hoping you were going to go more into yes, it. Yes, okay, yes. Okay, so, so like... Because it's, yeah, awesome what you did. Like, yeah, so, so my dad is, like, cool as fuck, you guys. Like, big props to the pops. Um, We were not always super cool, TBH. And most of my... Okay, so majority of my life, like I said, I'm not 25 yet, but I will be soon. Um, Before I was born, my dad hasn't been sober. And he recently became sober and I didn't even realize that his lack of sobriety was the main issue keeping us like apart I knew it was an issue but I didn't really realize how big of an issue it was so yeah I separated myself from my family at like a pretty young age and then I just started having like a lot of obviously that's really hard to mend right so while I've been in contact with my family since childhood like we've mended and I've seen them and been on good terms off and on since then um it was a hard road and it was a road that I put myself through. It was very hard to come back from. Mm. However, it only had a comeback because I fully started healing and like being able to acknowledge my healing. I started to actually feel better and then that change in me was visible. I was starting to be told by all of my peers, all my coworkers, past teachers, like people who like I didn't even realize knew who I was saying like, oh my gosh, like you just seem so much happier. You're glowing. You seem like you've just created this brand new life for yourself. You seem like a whole new person, a way healthier person. And then once that happened, it was crazy because all of a sudden like my mom's, my mom and my grandma started saying like, you should really like come home to Cincinnati and like see your dad. And I was like, you know what guys, I don't really know about that. Like I don't enjoy going to Cincinnati in general from trauma that I experienced in Cincinnati. Um, not even just related to my family though, like just in Cincinnati in itself, right? So I didn't really like going to Cincinnati and I was like, well, that sounds pretty shitty. Uh, it sounds like something I don't wanna do and then have to bring up shit with my dad we we don't talk that much and we don't talk that much because it always ends in a fight and like not just like a, oh we don't really agree we kind of bicker like a screaming match crying tears right. like really bad um and so that just didn't seem like a good idea and i held off on this for a pretty long time and i don't really know exactly when it all kind of fell into place i honestly think it was when me and isaiah got engaged because that was the first time i noticed a difference in my dad he, he and i hadn't made up yet but um, he told Isaiah that he loved him when Isaiah asked if he could have like, permission to marry me, to ask me to marry him. And my dad like said yes and gave him his permission, of course, gave him his blessing. And then my dad said, I love you to Isaiah. And Isaiah told me that. And I was like, well, that's honestly weird for my dad to offer up that type of thing because he and I don't exchange it that much. <laughs> so I'm a little shook, but glad he loves you, right. but shocked. <laughs> um, and so then... Yeah, I kind of started to feel like a little bit better about it, but still like, oh, me and my dad, I had just kind of thought in my mind, my dad and I will never be close. Um, I kind of thought I knew who he was and I had come to terms with that and I had come to terms with the way I had chosen to deal with it as a child. And like, cause there was some guilt with that as well. And so I had really like done a lot of healing work to come to terms with the way everything played out. So I was resisting a lot. 
having to have a conversation with him and rehash things because everybody kept saying he just wants to apologize and I was like I've heard it all before I don't really want to just like yeah. be emotional for no reason right all of this to say had I not done that healing work I don't think I would have even been open enough to receive anything my dad had to say um I did end up going home because after I got engaged um I don't remember what it was for even but I had to go home for something and also because I was like newly engaged and wanted to show off my ring and whatever flex a little bit to the fam so I get home and I'm staying pretty much with the glots uh, again as part of like the awkward dynamic with my family but this I don't know this trip felt a little bit different I was having a lot of anxiety attacks that I hadn't really had in the past visiting home um, I felt like ever since I had moved in with Isaiah going home wasn't that hard for me anymore because I knew I was gonna come back to being with Isaiah and I would be fine so this was a weird one because I was having some anxiety attacks I was in the car with my grandma and having an anxiety attack and she offered to go buy me weed and I was like grandma I'm not having you go to a dealer and get weed that's very sweet but let me just pull myself together um so then I go to my parents house and I end up having this talk with my dad and he I, guys I am not gonna give away too much of his personal information but this man was really adamant on um you know like the stereotypical like wounded masculine <clears throat> be a man you can't ask for help like da 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 yeah. and he my dad was like that um and he was very open about his new doctors and how helpful they've been and how helpful certain procedures and medications have been and how well he he just honestly was like he apologized to me like that was the craziest part was he used words um in his apology and took ownership of what he had done that i never imagined he would ever do and i i was honestly like speechless because i thought i was gonna have so much to say and like in the past when we have gone through like our fake apology and makeups um it was always so like he'd be like oh i'm sorry i did this i'm sorry i did that and i'd be like yeah okay i get it okay and yeah. but this was just different it was like you couldn't respond that way because it was such a genuine apology you could tell that he was realizing like it was I don't know it was crazy and I I just felt all my anger and all of my hurt kind of like dissipate a little bit oh, um and it was like I I didn't even cry during it because I was so like and mind you I got really high before this talk to because I was scared I was very very scared to have this conversation with my dad so I got fried as a bitch um thinking it would keep me from crying tears of fear or sadness. However, I couldn't even cry tears of happiness because I was so like, I feel like I was being introduced to a new man. This man was light. This man was really funny and really compassionate and really sorry for like stuff that I didn't even know he remembered that he did or said to me. And he admitted there were some things he didn't remember because he was drunk a lot of the time. But even that acknowledgement was crazy to like, yeah. Yeah, it was it was just wild. That's such a wild. I mean, right? Like again, from like a clinical perspective, that's an insane switch around. Like your father. That's and he so hasn't relapsed, strength. and he hasn't right. like um, he's he's awesome. Like he, I honestly like <laughs> found myself immediately trying to be his bestie. Like I was <laughs> like, oh my god, like I'm about to have a dad, bitches. Like yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, and I'm not saying I healed my dad, but I do think like energy, the way that it, that it works, yeah. it, it did have something to do with it. It had to because it wasn't. It wasn't until inspired him, and that still is a way of healing him. I mean, like yeah, you know, like absolutely, absolutely. And I think 
um, seeing the place that I'm at, like my dad finally being able to be proud of me and like not really jaded about like what his expectations and what he thought I should be are and what who I am now and stuff. I think he actually is at a place where he's really proud of me and he was able to be like, oh, okay, like I'm proud of her. I like what she's doing and this is how she's going about it. It's not that different from what he's doing now, what he was recommended to do, the steps he had to take to now be like in a better place. No. And you guys, he's so dope now. Like, holy shit. Like what an inspiration. What a like crazy. Yeah, seriously. Like, I mean, 20, almost 25 years of drinking, just done, just done. And it's not to say that that was like his first try, but like when it, when it clicks for you, it'll click for you whenever it like has to happen. But that's oh, yeah. just a good example of like, if you can heal yourself, you can help heal the collective and you can help heal your own familial and ancestral trauma. You know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. I love that. I think it's beautiful. Shout out pops. Um, yeah, he's never gonna listen to this, so. I never thought I'd hear you say that. When I know, I first right? met you, I never thought we'd be ever having a conversation about how great your dad was. I know, <laughs> that dude's awesome. He's a cool guy. Um, so yeah, this was a, a bit of an introduction to generational trauma and ancestral trauma and wounds. Uh, let us know if you guys are interested in this and if you wanna learn more, cause it's such a broad topic. We could yeah. totally do easily like three or four more episodes on this. Um, if that interests you, let us know. As always, make sure you're following us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Patreon is always available. Just Awaken Big Podcast and stay high.